Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Queen Intimacy, and today is June 16th. It is Friday. It is 2023. <laughs> Hello, you guys. Happy weekend. Well, the weekend initially actually technically just started yesterday, but it's okay. Because <laughs> it is still the weekend. <laughs> Happy Friday, you guys. Um, so I, I had an interview today. I had a, you know, super... Um, Super cool, uh, super cool people, actually. Um, they were like, they, it, it was almost as if they liked me as soon as I walked through the door. Um, it, I, I don't, I guess my energy was super up or, you know, as soon as I walked through the door, she was like, oh my God, look at all that spirit you have. <laughs> so, um, the super baby excited, like she made me smile even more bigger and, you know, he was the, the guy, the gentleman, um, that was sitting there was like, you're this excited for an interview? And I was like, dude, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea, right? So um, that made me feel good because I had some great interactions today uh, with the public. And um, a little fun fact about me, I don't people a lot. So uh, sometimes going outside can be a little stressful for me, but I'm coming to a place where I'm being more um, embracive to um, things. I'm, I'm like literally changing, like I'm changing and um, I'm trying not to allow things to bother me anymore. Okay. Um, things that you can't help, you know, like you can't just, you can't help people peopling. You know what I mean? Even if it don't, even if it doesn't work out right, or even if you don't mesh right, you can't really help people peopling. Oh, <laughs> well, someone said that to me. One of my good friends used to say that to me because she was having a problem with peopling, <laughs> and someone said it to her. She told me about it, and I'm like, I get that. <laughs> I get it. So, um, I was here yesterday. I, I, it took me a, it took me a minute to get here today. It did, but I have reasons and I have things to share with you. And this is what took me so long because I had to get it together. Hopefully, it doesn't take me fifty minutes to tell you. But if it does, you love me and I love you, so it's okay, right? You miss me today? I said I'd be here every day, so you knew I was coming. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, sometimes you got to let the day unfold first. So today I had to kind of let the day unfold first. I, you know, I was, I woke up today, um, felt something, um, handled that and, um, you know, had my interview, took care of that. Um, and I, uh, told you guys that I was going to dive into Job, handled that, <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that I haven't done yet that is right in my journal. So we're going to do that when we end the podcast. If we don't sit here and uh, doodle while we're doing the podcast, because sometimes I do that too. I'll be talking and I'll write too. So plus I have to, I have to make note of, um, you know, what I pulled out of the, out of Job's story. Um, so Job, 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 Job. Good man. Really good man, huh? Really good man he was, wasn't he? Oh, Job. Story I think that a lot of us can relate to. If you have not, 
please go look it up. Um, you can read about it. You can read it. You know, if you're familiar with the Bible, you can open up your Bible and read it. Uh, there's many ways that you can um, learn about the story and the lesson. And, um, you know, you can see how it unfolds for yourself. I've heard a lot, of, you know, I heard a lot about Job. So I knew the, uh, you know, the gist of it was about him losing, you know, losing a lot, losing everything once, going from once to having it all to having none. And um, I didn't understand just yet because I hadn't looked into it. So it's amazing how... Um, How when we just give something an opportunity, you know, when we look into something, we we could come to some type of an understanding um, of what things are about when we when we seek in, when we're seeking for ourselves, where things bring us, take us. Um, so, <laughs> my experience with Job was about um, forgiveness, and I just want to say, wow, mind blowing. Um, in the moment I realized that I, I hadn't forgiven anybody. I realized I had just been saying it. I realized that I hadn't been doing it. I haven't been demonstrating it. I've just been saying it, just saying it, you know, saying it isn't enough. It isn't enough. It sounds good. <laughs> now you know what people mean when they be like, it sound good, honey. You make it sound, you convincing. Yeah, it sound good. It does. It does. It does. But some years ago, I used to, I used to tell myself all the time about, you know, connecting to the energy of the word, like being grateful. So when I was, telling myself to be grateful, I had created this energy that was connected, attached to the word grateful to me. So when I said it, I was connecting with it in energy and I was really giving it my all. And so remember when I was telling you guys about those things that just happened out of nowhere, like the money on the ground, the one in the contest that were without watching things. And so I was taking that energy and I was, I was full of it. So when I said the word grateful, I was full of gratefulness. I could feel it. I could feel me being grateful. But when we say, and we have to do this for the same thing with forgiving, this is where you bring value back to the word. This is where you bring action to the word. This is where action meets the word. It's because when you create this energy and you do it inwardly, you feel it. And so when you feel it, you can act in it. Okay, teacher. <laughs> so I forgot that with everything that I had been through, you know, sometimes, you know, we fall off a little bit. Everything we go through, that's what happens. Life happens. But the point is for us to remember and these are the things that I needed to remember. And it's crazy because I just went with, I just spent some time with me. You know, I just did some digging inwardly. So I sat here today. 
I sat here after I got back from my interview, I got back into myself and I sat here today and I sat here today and I sat here and then I heard this song. I heard this song. You guys, I heard this song. I heard this song. I know I keep saying that. I'm getting ready to pull up the song, though. (laughs) I heard this song, right? And my goodness. And I was thinking about that forgiveness. I was thinking about that forgiveness, right? I was thinking about forgiveness. And it started right here. Just a second. I'm not I'm not going to play this whole song. But I'm going to give you what hit my soul and what brought these tears out. And when I told y'all I've been getting really emotional these last few days. <laughs> I've been really having a moment with myself. I've been getting together. But let me tell y'all something, though. I feel good. I feel like things are being lifted up off of me. Hold on, you guys. I'm so in love right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So just listen. Okay, so, because <laughs> if I let it play, it'll, it'll be all every single time. Now, let me tell you something. I have, this, this song has this effect on me. Like, I have never had a song that just hits me all the time. Every time I hear it, it just gives me chills. It just, it hits me all the time. 
By the way, that is Promises, and it is by um, Maverick City. Um, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So when that song played, it triggered me. But not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It just, it had let me know. I'm not going to cut any music on this time (laughs) for this podcast. (laughs) So we're going to be like, we're going to have this like nice conversation. So there's not going to be any music in the background because just that, that part right there is enough. So, um, I sat here and I was listening to this song and I literally, I literally just started to cry. And that's because I just, I, 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 I feel like I I have literally been blessed in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the road. I feel like I have been blessed. In the middle of my trial, I have, I've still been blessed. I just, I, you know, it's, it's, it's about knowing when you are being shown some grace. And I so connected, but I, I didn't realize that there was one place I hadn't actually connected to. There was one place I hadn't really, really digested. And how much I have been suppressing. Mm. And let me tell you what I figured out. I figured out that I kept saying that I was forgiving people. But that wasn't the way that it was acting out. That wasn't the way that it was playing out. I kept saying the words. I kept saying that I forgave myself. But I hadn't actually done it. They were empty words. My heart wasn't in it. My energy wasn't in it. So I went back down the list from childhood all the way up to this moment. And I sat here today and I cried for everyone and I cried for myself and I dug deep into me. I went back to the little girl who got hurt. I went back to that little girl who was, who was suicidal at 14 years old. Who had to get her stomach pumped. Because she hated herself so much. Because no one liked her. So she didn't know how to like her. She was raised to not like her. I went back and hugged her. And I went back and loved on her. I went back to visit me. Where the pain began. And I went back and forgave all those elders. Parents teachers, everything that came into me and and hurt me, I held me. I placed my, I placed myself in God's hands today. 
And I dealt with all of those things. And it wasn't so much that I had to go back and remember things, but it was so much that I had to go back and say, I forgive you from my heart. I had to say names. I had to call people out. And with a face full of tears, I had to say, I forgive you. I forgive you. And when I was done with that list, then I turned to myself and I said, I forgive you. And I love all of you. And I pray for all of you to discover it, to find it, just like me, inwardly. To really sit down here and really get this together. Because once again, it always circles back to you. So we can spend all of our lives blaming. We can spend all of our lives telling the stories. We can get the validation and the empathy and sympathy and we can get the comfort and we can we can get that. We can get the love. We can get that. We can get people to come in and try to patch it up and fill it. But if we don't do it, if we don't do it, none of that even matters. It actually doesn't even have an effect on us. That's why when somebody comes in loving on us, we don't know because we haven't done it. See, when you're really loving on yourself, you can identify love outwardly. Because you're going to be able to see the reflection. Oh, I have seen my reflection in some people who love me and I love it. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. I love it. Because now that I now I know that my self-love and self-care and all of that, I know it's coming out. I know it's being demonstrated now. I know that I can say this for a fact because I'm demonstrating it. So now I can see people who do it. Now I have a different outlook on people. I even went back. I had this moment with my sister. I had this moment with my sister and 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 I was in a hurt place. I was I was very very heartbroken. Very very heartbroken. I was I was mentally out of things. I was out of it, out of it, out of it, very out of it. Very out of it. And so when she said I hurt her, I couldn't hear her because my pain was louder than her. If that makes sense to you. I'm sure some of y'all can relate to that. Sometimes our pain is louder than the people speaking to us and letting us know that they've hurt us or that we've hurt them. I'm sorry, that we've hurt them. Sometimes our pain is louder. This is why hurt people hurt people. See, it's a lot of people who keep saying that, but no one's really breaking that down and explaining it so we can be more aware. So let me be that person. Your pain is too loud. They can be standing right in your face, looking you in the eyes with tears running out of theirs. They can be looking at you and saying, you're hurting me. And because your pain is so loud, you can't hear it. You can even say, I'm sorry, and they won't receive it. 
because you're not apologizing properly. You're not holding yourself accountable for only your actions. You're actually giving a reason why it happened instead of just saying, I'm sorry it happened. I'm sorry I did that to you. So that you can actually really forgive yourself. Because when you get there, forgiving yourself becomes easy. And you, you, you're reaching, you reach so many levels when you don't need them to forgive you though. When you can say, I hope you forgive me, but if you don't forgive me, I still love you. Because God loves you. So I still love you. I'm sorry. See, they don't have to accept our apologies or our accountability. Nobody owes us that. But it's a better feeling when you walk away knowing that you were accountable, that you did become responsible for just only you and you in the moment. You don't worry about them. You let them worry about them. You let God worry about them. We got to stop taking matters into our own hands. We have to make decisions about the people that we want in our lives and what we don't want. With love. We don't have to put up with anything. We don't. But we can forgive a person. And we can let them go. With love. Because ultimately, we don't want to break people. But we don't want to be broken by people. And if we're both under the same roof, see, that's the thing. Me and my sister was under the same roof and we were both hurting. So it was only a matter of time before we felt each other's pain. It was only a matter of time. And immediately I shut down and I shut her out because she wouldn't take my apology. So I, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't care. That's, that's, that was my attitude. I'm leaving. I don't care. You don't have to ever worry about doing my attitude was just, you don't have to ever worry about doing anything for me. It's, it's literally tapping out of it, tapping out of it. I even realize because my pain was so loud how much I was hurting her. So I didn't even, and, and, and I'm almost certain she didn't realize how much she was hurting me. But the difference between me and her was she brought it to me. I didn't take it to her. So I sat here today and after I forgave everybody, (laughs) including her, (laughs) after I forgave everybody, I went and properly apologized to her because the first time I tried it, I didn't get it right. I didn't do it right. And I had to let her know I'm sorry for taking so long to get it. 
And the only thing that I ever want you to experience from me moving forward is the fact that I love you. I just want you to feel that from me. I don't want you to feel nothing else. I don't want to intentionally hurt you. And if I can help it, I don't even want to do it by mistake. (laughs) I'd rather let you hurt me so that I can love you. And if I got to distance myself from you because of that, I'm okay with that. But I'm not going to hurt you back. Those days are over with for me. I'm not going to hurt you back. In the midst of my pain, I am going to learn how to be strong enough to continue to love regardless, despite of, because that's what God do. And I think I want to be more like God every single day. I think I want to connect to that, the goddess in me. That's important to me. And I, I cried and I cried. I'm telling you, I was a baby today, honey. I was a baby today. I was a... <laughs> I was a baby. And I couldn't, I couldn't run here real quick, okay? Because I had to get that together. And I just sat here and I held myself. I lay down for a second and I just kind of held myself and rocked with myself. And you know what I'm saying? And I felt good about today because I felt like I had let some things go. I did. So I know I'm about to be tested. (laughs) Because some evil spirits, they get real bad attitudes when um you do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> when you do God's work, they get these real bad attitudes. Real bad attitudes. But it's okay because my angels is activated and they and they turn right now. My angels is on fire. They like, go ahead, mess with her. We got her back. <laughs> go ahead and mess with her. We got her back. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. She didn't fall so long. She didn't fall so much. She built. You don't see the muscle on her? You don't see the muscle on her? Hold up. Touch her and let me show you the muscle on her. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, seriously. That's how I feel. (laughs) That's how I feel. I got muscle, baby. I got muscle. Come on with it. <laughs> you know, we, we ready. We ready. Because through it all, God going to still bless me. He going to still show me some grace. I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay, too. Did you know you're going to be okay? Hey. <laughs> How you doing? And so now it's going to be different. My relationships with people are going to be different. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, when I tell you there, that, you know, when you go through that, you know, you when you get to a place, listen, you guys, I know sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be difficult. 
sometimes, you know, reflecting and going back and looking, you know, sometimes it can be very, very challenging for us, especially if we're in a place, okay? But let me tell you some things about me real quick that you don't know because you can't tell. So, for one, something you didn't know that you probably just found out with the last two uh, podcasts, the last couple of podcasts, is that I'm not working. I haven't been working in a while. The, uh, the last time I was working was in um, February. So I haven't worked since February because when I was working, um, you know, I had lost my sister. So, you know, while I was at the job that I had and I was, I wouldn't stop. Like I started going in, I started working weekends, doing overtime. Like I, I, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. Like I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't stop. I was going into work early. Like (laughs) I was working from like eight in the morning to like eight at night, like, or nine at night or going in on Saturdays. Like I, I, you know, and then. The spirit was like, sit down, stop. The spirit just said, stop. I kept seeing stop. And I'm like, I don't want to stop. I need this money. It's good. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go shopping and make me feel better. Like, I was dealing with it. I was dealing with it. And spirit put me in the, you know, I'm, spirit put me in the hospital to sit me down. I always say choose your battles wisely because you don't want spirit to, if you don't listen and you let spirit make a decision for you, you, you might not like the decision to get you to do something. So you, you have to make the choice for yourself. It's easier for you to make the choice for yourself than to, like I said, life to happen. And it puts you in that outcome anyway. So I had to, I had to sit down, I had to stop. But remember when I kept telling y'all about the room and, you know, how messy the room was and it was cluttered, I needed to get to it, I needed to create my healing space. I needed to work on that room. You know how long it took me to work on that room after stopping and leaving the job? It took me like two months to finally get in the room and say, okay, I'm finally going to get in the room. I'm finally going to clear it out. I'm finally going to organize it. I'm finally going to create this space so that I can heal. So, honey, um, I messed around here and got that bad boy together. Um, Watching uh, Power all over again while I did it. (laughs) You know, I had to step out of uh, the real real world for a second and get into some TV real quick for a little distraction. It was okay because it was just a little TV. I don't watch much TV anyway. Um, And I don't watch much TV for real, you guys. I don't. So I do spend a lot of time, you know, by myself. But I do things so that my brain isn't, like, idle. Like, I do stuff. Um, I I try to keep myself pretty busy books and I have friends and stuff and people who call me and they tell me stuff about their life and I help them through it. (laughs) I've always been good with giving advice, but never taking my own. One of those type of people. Oh, I can get you together real good. (laughs) I can like, and what's crazy is I'm not one of those people where people look at me and be like, 
uh, I'm not listening to you because you don't look like you see your own. People actually take my advice, regardless of where I look like I'm doing. People people actually take my freaking advice. Dope is as dope as ever. Dope ever. So, um, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't stay. And then I was on, you know, Beagle for a second and I was, you know, trying to create, you know, events that would allow me to, um, you know, grow more and especially with the public and social media, um, grow and be effective, be influencing and inspiring, inspiring and, um, you know, kind of just, you know, life coach do that. Life coach do that. Um, we're definitely going to get the life coaching together for sessions and everything like that. Cause that's, that's super important, um, to me. So we're definitely going to be, uh, working on that. I think I'm going to get into, um, collabing with some people and, you know, through that, through this, this is all life coaching though, you know, um, even this moment right here, these podcasts that you guys listen to, it's, it's still a, a connection to life coaching because eventually you'll find your happiness here and you'll find your purpose here, or you'll get inspired to move, move like your body, your mind to move your spirit, move. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm in this, I'm, I'm, I'm in this place where I needed to, you know, work on these things and I had to stop. So, you know, what you don't know is literally the fact that I've been looking for a job. It's been a, I had one, I, you know, well, I actually had one like last month, but it didn't work out because I can't be micromanaged and he was just on me. Like <laughs> he was just all over me and I'm, it was uncomfortable and I didn't like it. So, um, I politely walked, I politely left, um, left him there and <laughs> moved on. Um, I didn't feel any type of way. There was no attachment or anything like that. I didn't feel bad. It didn't bother me or anything like that. You just, you know, when something doesn't work, it didn't, it just didn't work. And, um, you know, what's meant for you is actually for you. It's not going to be, it's not going to be somebody like forcing it and riding you. They're going to give you the space so they can see what you can do. You know what I'm saying? I love places like that. I love people like that. I love working for people like that. Um, but I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have been, you know, trying to get back in the swing of things and, um, I am ready now. I was in, I was in isolation as well too. So I'm coming out of isolation and a lot of the people that I had before isolation aren't there. Um, some people fell off or whatever. That's cool too. You know what I mean? Like growing pains, um, outgrowing people and things. It's okay. Um, so I can't say that, you know, my life is, you know, I have, you know, something to brag about when it comes down to my life. You know what I mean? And I'm sure, you know, maybe a couple of you probably thought, oh, she's probably got it all together. She's probably... No, I want you guys to get and understand that there's a starting point for victory. There's a point where you can 
know that someone is going through a storm. Now, when you go back and listen to my podcast, you'll hear me differently. See, the more that I reveal to you, the more you'll understand about what you're hearing, these, the, the transformation that's coming, the development and the growth. You're going to start seeing it. Not to mention, like I said, like I was smoking and smoking and smoking. I was in here with my marijuana and was getting high and it was, uh, you know, I was coping. But then I realized that I'm in a place where the marijuana can no longer be used as a coping mechanism. Like I can't use it for that anymore. Now I have to figure out a way, which is just deal with it. Just deal with it. I was afraid of being sober. See, I bet a lot of you didn't know that. Of course you didn't. I was afraid of being sober. I was afraid of going to sleep. I used to have to have someone sleep with me. I still do, though. Like That's still comforting. But the more and more and more that I get through it, the less I need to accomplish it to actually get the outcome that I want. I wanted to not struggle going to sleep. I wanted to literally be able to fall asleep like every other American who didn't smoke weed. I wanted to be able to fall asleep without it. Then I wanted to be able to, you know, not have dreams that were so intense that would literally make me scared of sleep. I wanted to be able to be up in my day-to-day and not be high out of my mind. Like the, the high is the high was hitting different because I was grieving. I'm grieving. And, you know, the, it, it, the, the numb wasn't numbing like I needed it to anymore because the, the pain was different. So it wasn't working no more. This is where we have to be careful at. Because in a lot of cases, this is why I say something about being crackhead all the time. Because in a lot of cases, this is where people will try to find something new. And I'm going to be the first one to tell you I thought about it. I ain't saying I thought about crack, but I thought about pills. Like I thought about what other things, what what else can I do to get me high out of my mind so that I wouldn't feel what I'm feeling. Because the, the weed wasn't working. I just literally decided that I wasn't going down that route. Now, my mind had already been made up because I'm just not hurt. I'm not, I'm just not that person. You know what I mean? Like at heart, I'm like, I'm not that person that wants to explore when it comes down to drugs. I'm not, I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to drugs. So I'm not about to do it. I don't want nothing, nothing extra. I don't need nothing. I'm okay. I'm cool. We gonna figure this out. So that's where I'm at, you know what I mean? And I was concerned about having withdrawals. I was concerned about, you know, mood swings. I mean, I am 40 years years old. So for me, it's like, you know, life has been hitting me. I have mood swings. And then my body is doing some new things because I'm 40. And I'm just like, I'm not in a... I don't know if I'm going to be in the mood. I don't know if I'm going to be in a good mood. Like I was kind of, you know, nervous about what I would transform and turn into without it. But (laughs) then there's God. Then there's God who shows up right on time and grabs a hold of me 
and says it's okay, all you got to do is get through it just one day at a time, one night at a time. So whoever thought that my life was either perfect or my life was going some type of way, whatever you pictured here in this podcast, I want you to know it's the total opposite. So you're going to hear me. You're going to hear elevation. You're going to start to see blessings. I'm going to come back here. I'm going to be like, you guys, so I just got this great job. And (laughs) you guys are going to be able to witness being delivered up out of something. Up out of the struggle. Up out of the trial. Up out of the storm. In the middle of the road. You're going to see it. You're going to be able to see it. You're going to be able to hear it. And hearing it is seeing it. Because you're going to be able to feel the energy. I'm getting some things together. Don't worry about it. I'm focused, y'all. I'm focused, man. Listen, I told you, don't make me go into Jay-Z right now. <laughs> you guys know I love Jay-Z. I, I say that all the time. I love my I love my 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 favorite artist. I love Jay. Um <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a, it's it's becoming one exciting journey because what I could be doing is I could be soaking in pain. I could be soaking and grieving. I could be sitting here, you know, feeling like, you know, my support team is gone and I'm just out here and I'm lost. They left me. You know what I mean? Like, why would God do this to me? Why he don't love me? Why he, you know, why he ain't showing me no grace right here? But he has been showing me grace because look at what I'm turning into. I thought they were going to take me out for a second. I believed it. I was, I didn't, you know, I believed that maybe I wasn't going to be able to go on no more without these people. I believed it. Do you know how many times in this season I thought about giving up after that? After I took that hit? I'm like, what you doing? I, you know, I already ain't got no kids. Like, and then you gonna, you gonna take my dad from me? You gonna take my sister from me? You gonna take the people who love on me through it all? You gonna, you gonna take them from me? Huh? If I ain't feel like Job. I didn't, I wasn't understanding I'm like, I got exes who keep getting, I got exes who get married after experiencing me. So what am I? (laughs) If I'm prep school for marriage, just say that. Like, (laughs) cause it ain't happening for me. You know what I mean? I can't even get people to come back. Once they leave, they get gone. They don't even want to come back. I couldn't under, you know, there's so many places that, you know, we could stay in. But we forget one simple thing to be grateful for. It's one simple thing that we forget to be grateful for when we when we wake up. You know what that is? Waking up. Huh. Waking up. We wake up and we make ourselves heavy every single day. We choose, you're supposed to choose your day. And lately, I've been intentional about choosing to be gentle with myself and others. If I get a message, I speak love to people. I'm being, I'm going to be obedient at all times. I'm not up here trying to play with nobody or, you know what I mean? Like, 
I'm trying to love on people. <laughs> I'm trying to give it to everybody. I have standards. I have boundaries. Discernment is showing up like, hey, girl, we've been here. <laughs> we was just waiting on you to put the weed down <laughs> so we can show up and show out for you. <laughs> you got this. You know? And what's what's phenomenal is that one of my nieces called me today. And she was like, Auntie, I haven't seen you since Auntie's funeral. You don't love me no more? She called me video on. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, you know I love you. Like, I love you. And I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to hurt you, you know? I had to, you know, have a conversation with her. And I had to tell her how beautiful she was and how much I love her so much and where I'm mad and, you know. I had to make her feel good today and, I, I, you know, I did that. You know, I did that. I made her feel good today. I did a little something-something to her. It always feels good when I get to, you know, when I get to connect with my nieces. I love my nieces a lot because they like the children I never had. My nieces and nephews, they the kids I never had. So I love them. I hold them dearly to my heart. <laughs> I do. Every single one of them. And I might not be as deeply bonded with them, but we got, we, we, I'm not going to say we got time, but there's opportunity right now. Right now, there's opportunity. And as long as we do that, we'll be all right. So there's a lot of places that today I decided that I'm going to actually be stepping up in. Because I just want people to experience love. I don't want people to feel hurt. I don't want people to be hurt by me. I know they're going to feel hurt, but I don't want people to be hurt by me. And I know that I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to be. But what I am trying to be is as good as possible. I at least want to be the good that God sees in me. Because when he created me, he created something good. I want to be that. I want you to be that. Remember when I read that part in the, in the Joyce Meyer book? When he created you, he created something good. Yeah. So for forgiveness, I was able to do that. And then I was able to send some love out today. I, I, you know, I reached out to my sister. I love doing her, you know, I love doing her genuinely from a, from a place, from the place that I know my father would have loved her in, from the place that I know my sister would have loved her in, from a place that I know God loved her in. I loved on her and that felt good for me. I cried the whole time. I ain't going to hold you. I definitely did. But I cried because I, I'm, I so love her so much. And that's more important to me than proving a point, than worrying about what she did to me. That's my sister. That's my family. That's, 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 that's a person that I can call on when I can't call on nobody else. I can call on her. I still got a sister left. I got to take care of this. 
that will be done. And I did that today. I'm proud of that. Miss Yonisa McCullough, who is the owner of Shatter Pieces. And she is a hustler, so she got more than one business. <laughs> she do your taxes. She the plug for real. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. My sister is that. <laughs> My sister is that. I ain't going to never do that to her again. I ain't going to never make her feel like that again. Just to prove a point. Because the only point that I want to prove is how much I love her. So I ain't never doing that again. See, I can't change yesterday. But moving forward, I can move better. And that's what we're going to be doing. Same thing to my niece. To my nieces. Same thing. I'm trying to tell I'm trying to told you. So y'all know every day we got to read out this book, right? <laughs> we gotta read out that book. <laughs> we gotta read out the book. I'm just full of love today, and this is the first time that I really feel feel like I'm falling in love, and you know, and I it ain't with a person. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how you you get excited, you get to a ooh, I'm falling. In, this person is just ah, like it's some of that. <laughs> I'm hoping to rub off on you tonight, you know, but uh, you know, all in all. I definitely enjoyed the story about Job. Um, I got some things together and I was able to be forgiving from the heart. And I'm grateful for every part of today. Every day just seems to get better and better and better and better and better. Oh, how I love. Oh, how I love. Oh, how I love God so much. I, I, ooh, ooh, my, ooh, my daddy would be, ooh, dad, I know you proud. I know you, ooh, I know you feel me. I know you in me. <laughs> mm. I know this is what you always wanted. And I'm sorry it took me so long, but I got it, daddy. I got it. And now that I got it, I ain't never letting it go. I ain't never letting it go. I'm going to get just like you and irritate demons. Every time I show up, I'm going to open up my mouth and I'm going to speak. And I'm going to be ready because I'm confident, because I'm good, because God got me. And I wish you would. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. See, they're gonna he, there, there him go. There him go. So you got to know my daddy to, to know when I sound like him. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna make him come. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bring him back. We gonna bring him back. We gonna bring him back, Mister Delbert McCullough, <sighs> Pastor. 
<laughs> Elder. <laughs> we bringing him back. <laughs> he ain't went nowhere. He's still here in spirit. You thought he was gone? You can't get rid of my daddy. <laughs> my daddy loved God a lot. <laughs> you can't get rid of my daddy. <laughs> okay. I'm his child. Okay. So, and he, he, he got more than one. It ain't just me. You know what I'm saying? We a team for real. We're gonna we gonna learn how to come together one day and 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 and, and get it together. Watch. The day gonna come. What we gonna turn into, y'all ain't ready. I don't even I, you know what? We ready, but some of us ain't aware yet. But it's cool. I'ma get it started. <laughs> I'ma get it started. Don't worry about it. I'ma get it started. I'm going to get it started. This going to be the this going to be the generational curse that we that we that we break on my on my father's bloodline. His kids. We ready? Some of us ain't aware yet and it's okay. I got you. You're a part of me. I'm a part of you. Yeah. All of that. So y'all know I only get an hour on here, so I can't keep going. I got to read this book. It always gets good, right? It's always plenty to talk to. It's always plenty to say, you know? Um, work on your heart. Work on forgiving. Spend some time with yourself. Cut some inspirational music on. Open up a book and write in it. Address yourself. Talk to yourself. Go get that inner child and hug on them. Go find the young version of you that got hurt. And go love on them. Sometimes just making a choice is the hardest thing that we got to do. But once we make the choice, everything feels so good and it comes so easy. So just make the choice. Learn how to let it go. Learn how to give it to God. Learn how to heal. Not just say I'm healing, but actually get in it and start healing. Get to work on yourself. The same work that you out here and you want to do to others, get in yourself and get it done. I keep telling you, practice on yourself. So that you know, when you get to someone else, you know it's going to work. Okay? Well, all right. Got to read this. Got to read this to you guys. So, this is the Discover the Joy of Being the Person God Made You to Be by Joyce Meyer. We are reading self-acceptance. And here is God's word for you. Do not be conformed to this world after and adapted to its external, superficial, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
even in the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect. We on a roll, ain't we? Before I read it, I speak it. Come on now. Spirit is on it. <laughs> How can I change? Well, change does not come through struggle. Human effort without God, frustration, self-hatred, self-rejection, guilt, or works of the flesh. Change in our lives comes as a result of having our minds renewed by the word of God. As we agree with God and really believe that what he says is true, it gradually begins to manifest itself in us. We begin to think differently. Then we begin to talk differently. And we finally begin to act differently. Hello! <laughs> this is a process that develops in stages. And we must always remember that while it is taking place, we can still have the attitude, I'm okay, and I'm on my way. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. Enjoy yourself while you are changing. Enjoy where you are on the way to where you are going. Enjoy the journey. Don't waste all of your now time trying to rush into the future. Remember, tomorrow will have troubles of its own. Relax. Let God be God. Stop being so hard on yourself. Change is a process. It comes little by little. We can come to Jesus just as we are. He takes us as is. It makes us what we ought to be. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and head out because I speak it before I read it. Come on, girl. Y'all don't even, this daggone book, mm, it's, it's, we, we, when I'm talking about aligned, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say, but let's go. Tomorrow we'll be opening up a new chapter and that chapter will be called Healing for Damaged Emotions. I can't wait to dive in. But for now, you guys, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Remember to love yourself first so that everything after that is extra. I love you. Thanks for listening. Peace.